0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who brings to us eternity and everything that comes along with it. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it has been a matter of weeks that we have been dealing with something in our nation that has been all over our news outlets. We have seen people lined up against one another. We've seen political cartoons of people that are a part of the alt-right. We've seen political cartoons about people that are part of the Antifa movement. We have seen political cartoons where people are shooting at one another. We have seen stuff about taking down statues. We have seen stuff about riots. We have seen stuff about counter-protests. We have seen all sorts of stuff that just cannot escape The notion that we live in a world that is divided, that we live in a world where people do not like one another, where we live in a world where people have different notions of what truth and reality is all about. We live in a world that is filled with sin. When certain groups can say that racism is a positive thing, we live in a world that is filled with sin. When people can say that hating one another for a political ideology is a good thing, we live in a world that is filled with sin. But it's not a new thing. And our reading from Matthew evidences that. Our reading from Matthew, Jesus enters into the land of Canaan with his disciples. This land in which Israel's heretical enemies lived. These people that were supposed to be completely wiped out by Joshua's soldiers as they marched into this promised land. These people whose culture was supposed to be erased because they were not supposed to be there. At least that's what the Jewish people at the time felt. And so, for this Canaanite woman to come up to Jesus and to ask for her daughter to be healed, well, it was a pretty big shock. It was a pretty big shock, in fact, even that she would come up to Him and she would designate Him as the Son of David as the son of the king who came in order to reinforce those boundaries, that she would come and she would say, you are the son of this political ideology that is completely against me. But I need my daughter healed. And you're the one that can do it. And so I'm going to put that aside and I'm going to beg. Jesus plays with that, it looks like. And Jesus says, I've come only for the lost sheep, not of Canaan. I've come not for the lost sheep Of Greece. I've not come for the lost sheep of Rome. I have come for only the lost sheep of Israel. I've come only for this racial and ethnic group. And by the way, you're not a part of that. It's shocking to hear that out of Jesus' mouth. It's shocking for us. And we're not even in the same racial and ethnic group that she's in. But it's shocking for us to hear that from Jesus' mouth. Because that's, that's not our picture of who Jesus is. Jesus is not the guy who makes decisions based on race. He's not the guy who makes decisions based on your politics. He's not the guy who makes decisions based on... On how you align yourself in these things that are outside of faith in Him. But it was even more shocking for that woman. Because here she was. She was putting aside her politics. She was putting aside her race. She was putting all of that stuff aside and going to Jesus and saying, I just need help. I am willing to sacrifice it all. I am willing to join the other political party. I am willing to be a race traitor to my own race. If that's what it takes, Jesus, to save my daughter... And Jesus responds to her with a racial slur. says it's not good to throw the children's food to the dogs. During Jesus' time, dogs, the way that he's using that here in Matthew, is a racial slur. But she comes back at him. She says, yeah. Well, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. And we don't know if this was... Jesus testing her. We don't know what Jesus was really doing. But what we see in her is that she is putting aside everything about herself so that her daughter can be saved. so much of the political wrangling, so much of the crap that's on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News is just about not being able to put away ourselves from ourselves. It's about holding on to our sinful selves and trying to place that on a pedestal. Which is exactly the opposite of what this Canaanite woman is doing. She is saying, I'll put it all away. Just save her. The discussion in our country right now is presumably about statues. I guess. I think it's about much more than that. And if I think, and if it is about statues, I think that there are statues that we have hidden deep within our hearts. Monuments to things in our past, monuments to things about our identity, monuments to things that we just can't let go of because it'll mean that we're somebody else if we let go of that. And how dare you ask me to take those down, Jesus? But that's what he's doing. But he's doing that for a reason. He's doing that for a reason that we are given. Eternity in our baptisms. That we are given the ring of Luther's seal. As we've been talking about the symbol, that ring that encompasses everything is the thing that we are supposed to be drawn towards. It's a promise that surrounds that entire symbol. It is originally supposed to be colored gold. But it's a ring for a particular reason. Because a ring doesn't have an end. That what we are being called into is a world in which there is no end. Which means that there is no longer the taking down of statues. Because that's an end. And the only way that that can happen is if our statues are taken down. If they are smashed to the ground. And I'm not talking here about statues of generals or even of poets. But the statues that make our sinful selves out to be better than what they are. That is what God has called us to do. To have our statues taken down within ourselves. No matter what those statues align to. Unless they align to him. So that when we get to that time of the resurrection... That when we look in the book of Revelation and when we look at what God has revealed to us about what that time will be like, that there will only be one statue. There will only be one monument and that monument will be to the Lamb. That monument will be to the Christ who came in order to smash all that would divide us. In order that He would smash all that would make us out to be better than who we truly are. So that he can heal us and make us ready for eternity this week may your statues fall and may you cling to the ring that is given to you in your baptism Amen. Amen. Please Lord.